Hello, this is the Kaiju Transmissions Podcast. My name's Kyle Bird, and my co-host, Mr. Matt Parmley, has something hey, to s- yes, and he has something to say to all of you out there in podcast land. So we are announcing a fan contest. Uh, we want you, our lovely listeners, to have a chance to come on our show and record an episode with us, and you can pick the topic. So the way this works, being in contests, is you go out to Facebook or Twitter and share our latest episode, whatever that happens to be, and then you email us at kaijutransmissions at gmail.com a list of topics that you think might be cool to come on and discuss with us, and then we will select a random winner uh, sometime in early February, and then we will record an episode in late February, all right? So the way this works, one more time, go on Twitter, go on Facebook, share the latest episode, and then immediately after that, email us a list of topics that you think will be fun to discuss. Got it? Make sense? And yeah, you get to choose the topic you want to talk to us about, as long as it's within the the boundaries of what we do. Uh, We want to talk to you, so share the podcast, keep listening, and uh, hopefully you keep enjoying it. Cool, and... uh... Twitter is KT underscore podcast. Facebook, just look us up under Kaiju Transmissions. In our email, one last time, kaijutransmissions at gmail.com. Welcome to uh, another edition of the Kaiju Transmissions Podcast. I'm your host, uh, Kyle Bird. With me is my co-host. Matt, hey you. Well, uh, thank you uh, for introducing yourself, Matt. Uh, yep. If I sound a little different than usual, it is because I'm getting over a case of laryngitis. Um, you, but You sound as annoying as usual, so you Okay, good. all right. But, you know, I, I'm just because I'm sure everyone's worried. Um, uh, uh, I'm taking antibiotics for a sinus infection, and uh, I am drinking some apple juice. So uh, I'm doing great. I can't wait to hear you drink the entire episode. <laughs> That's what's going to happen. Okay, so, le- what, well, uh, you know, a funny thing happened last week. Uh, you know, because we're sitting around, we're, okay, how do we, uh, what, what's some stuff we could do to maybe lead into our episode where we review the Godzilla anime that's coming up, the, the, the first episode on Netflix or whatever, and just out of the blue, Netflix said, hey, it's, uh, it's dropping, uh, uh, next week on Wednesday, and we said, well, would you look at that, and then we were going to record some stuff, and I 
couldn't talk. I sounded like a dying moose. So um, it is now Thursday, which means uh, we have watched uh, the first installment of the Godzilla anime series. And uh, with us, um, we, we have two guests who are going to help uh, uh, dismantle and discuss this film, show, whatever, uh, whatever it is. Um, we have with us from my other podcast, If It Bleeds, We Can Kill It, and also co-host of a very good X-Men podcast, the Days of Future podcast. We have back with us is Trev... Trevor, uh, Trev 3K um, is is what they call him um, in a lot of circles. So introduce yeah. yourself, Trev. You're back. You're back. And it's what everyone wants. I am wanted. back. This is, uh, this is Trev. Uh, Trev is fine. Uh, and yeah, I'm back. And you said we're here to dismantle and discuss. I'm going to say mostly dismantle. But, uh, <laughs> but we'll get to that. Don't give away the farm, man. You got you to gotta make them earn it. Yeah, don't... Um, yeah, Trev, don't put your horse before the cart. All right. Um, anyway, speaking of horses and carts, uh, our other guest is uh, our friend Tom, who has uh, been on uh, a lot of shows uh, uh, with us, um, and he's back as well because there's a new Godzilla movie out. Tom, say hello. People keep asking me if I'm back. I'm thinking I'm back. I am too. See, I didn't do it because I didn't know. Is that ever going to get old? No, I'm thinking it's not. All right. <laughs> <laughs> I guess that's the glory of John Wick, I guess. All right. So, uh, um, Trev and Tom were kind of late to the, the party on this. I don't think it was originally planned for them to be here, but, you know, they watched it. Um and yeah, we did. and we we thought you know the more the merrier. Um, whether or not we'll be regretting that, we will see. Um, so we're here to talk about uh, Planet of the Monsters. But first, Matt, uh, was there any kind of uh, news or announcements you wanted to make? Um, one question I did have is, what the fuck? Are you talking about horses and Tom? Like, what was the... <laughs> I, you know what? There was, like, a perfect analogy there that he missed. I thought he was going to say, speaking of horses, our buddy Tom is in Texas. That's exactly where I thought he was going, and then it just, like... Well, he also it. said, don't put the horse before the cart, which is <laughs> the wrong uh, version of that of that expression, so... What's the... Wait, what? It's, don't put the cart before yeah, the horse. Put the horse. Oh, that's right, because ho- the horse pulls yeah, the cart. Yeah, putting the horse before the cart would be the good thing. <laughs> Did you spike your apple juice? Like, is that something that people do? Cause it- it's those antibiotics. I think it makes sense that we're all here for this episode, though, because we're, this is the same group that reviewed Shin Godzilla when it came out, right? Uh, we're missing Eric, who is has been deployed to Kuwait. Um, uh, yeah. um, there is some news. Uh, Yosuke... Natsuki has passed away. We he actually passed away on the fourteenth. Uh, you would know him from he drew the three headed monster, Dogura, Yojimbo. He was also Professor Hayashida from Godzilla nineteen eighty five. So some somber news that the happened. H man. Oh yeah, he was an H man. Um, yeah, it sucks, man. All of our all the all of my favorite like actors and actresses from these films have been. Dying lately, <laughs> it's the worst. I mean, we how lost how, uh, how old did you say it was? 
Uh, I have to look that up because I, I think it was eighty-one from something. the picture. Okay, that's a good life though. That's 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 a life lived, you know. Yeah, that's just like uh, Jerry Van Dyke just passed away to mm-hmm. to go completely off kilter here. But I was I was like, oh, that sucks. And then I was like, oh, he was like eighty six. He, he had a good life. <laughs> yeah, it's that's fine. Not so um, it's not well, like the lead singer of the Cranberries, you know, which was like, man. Oh yeah, yeah, that was forty six. That's really young. Yeah. Um, but yeah, we I was we were. Um, he also dated Linda Miller. When she was making oh, yeah. King Kong escapes, which I didn't even know until she came on here. Did either of you listen to that interview? I did. It was it was fun. It was. Thanks for listening, Trev. Um. <laughs> I didn't say I didn't. I just didn't say anything. Um, <laughs> that said, I did. Oh, okay. Good. Good. Um. But yeah. Uh. So yeah, that sucks. A lot of the uh, the people from that era are. Are sadly, you know, kind of dropping like flies. It seems, but has that's been going on everywhere, really. Um, we planned a huge George Romero tribute for "If It Bleeds," and then, like, right when we set that up, Toby Hooper passed away. Like, it was. Um, okay, so uh, I guess we'll talk about Planet of the Monsters which is uh, the first entry in this anime trilogy, which in Japan is coming out theatrically, and here in the U.S. Um, is being marketed probably wisely uh, by Netflix as a miniseries. Um, so uh, I'm just going to do a quick personnel run here. Uh, we have two directors. Uh, one is... Kobun Shizuno, I guess uh, his big thing is Detective Conan and Knights of Sidonia, which are anime and uh, uh, series, I guess, um, that are, I guess, popular. I have not uh, watched any of those. And then the other one is a fellow named Hiroyuki Sashida, who I guess his thing is a feature um, called Blame. Also, Knights of Sidonia. So it seems like these guys are with uh, guys that work a lot with Polygon Pictures, who co-produce this. And then written by someone named I, can't, I don't know if it's Gen or Jen, but uh, I'm gonna say Gen Yurabuchi, who uh, is probably the most popular fella behind this. Uh, it seems like he has a strong anime fan base. A lot of stuff. I'm looking at his credits here. A series called Phantom, Fate Zero. Psychopass is probably the big one. You guys seen Psychopass? I actually have. It's pretty good. Okay. Um, oh, and then uh, he also wrote and created the Common Rider Gaim series, which I have not seen, but I think that's the what the fruit one, the one the fruit based one. Um, uh, and he is also a novelist, so I, I suppose he's pretty prolific. Um, unfortunately, Magi Madoka is pretty popular too, which is one that he. Oh, okay. Came up. All right. So the the anime uh, nerds have uh, a lot a lot to to stack stack up here with these credits. Uh, now, um, the original plan for this uh, we've we've talked about it before was to do a, uh, a a television series, which would maybe be half hour one or to one hour episodes. Uh, uh, 
probably around 10 to 15 episodes in total. And then for whatever reason, Toho decided to chop it up and throw them out as feature length uh, programs. I don't know. In Japan, it's their movies here. It's a Netflix series. And so, um, that probably wasn't the best move. Uh, I, and I think a lot of people watched this and came away kind of confused about just what it was. And we'll, we'll, we'll get into that. Um, uh, and uh, I do know there is also a prequel novel that sounds pretty cool, but I, I can't read Japanese, but um, that's basically a whole history of these monster attacks on Earth. And it's like the entire Toho canon um, and it sounds a lot more interesting than, than <laughs> what we have here. Um, I say that without knowing what's in store with the next two uh, episodes slash movies, uh, I guess, depending on what country you're in. But um, all right. So before we get into the contentions and uh, the opinions and, and, and all that wild stuff, uh, I guess we should do a plot breakdown. Uh, we joked before the recording uh, that it, it is something that would require about five seconds. But let's try our best to uh, really examine the story here. Um, now, Tom volunteered to do you. that. Yeah. And All right. So, uh, so, so do your best. Uh, uh, yeah. Do an honest-to-God plot breakdown here. What's, what's going I'm on going on, this, on this planet of the monsters? So at the, uh, turn of the, at the end of the 20th century, a uh, monster appears in um, Tokyo or somewhere, Japan. It was New York. Um, it, oh, it was New York? Okay, whatever. You remember um, who it was? It's Kamakuras. Yes. Um, and um, <clears throat> that sort of just kind of sparks the a series of monsters showing up. And for the most part, it's it's explained that humanity is is able to deal with them, even though it's you know a sign that the planet is uh, maybe rebelling against us in some way. Um, then Godzilla shows up, and uh, Godzilla we cannot deal with. We haven't been able to figure out a way to hurt or kill him. Um, and, uh, aliens then show up shortly after Godzilla and, uh, the first group of aliens are like, Hey, listen, we'll help you destroy Godzilla. And then we want you all to join our like crazy cult religion. And, um, they, they're not able to really kill Godzilla at all. And then another group of aliens show up and they're like, Hey, listen, we'll, uh, we've been drifting through space for years. We'll help you kill Godzilla. If you let us le live on earth as our kind of new home planet. And they're not able to stop or kill Godzilla. And so we decide to leave earth, uh, and just kind of explore the stars looking for a new home. And so we're making these, um, slip space or subspace or whatever like light speed faster than light speed jumps around the galaxy around the universe looking for a new home uh we've been adrift for 22 years um and supplies are dwindling resources are dwindling there's uh thoughts that they may or may not be um sort of sending out like uh suicide parties essentially to uh, explore certain worlds every now and then of people that they want to just get rid of that they consider to be burdens. Um, and this does not sit well with our main character, Haruo Sakaki 
uh, Sakakai, Sakak, whatever, Haruo. Uh, he is not not a fan of this, so he tries to stop them, and uh, it doesn't work. He gets, he uh, kind of gets outvoted not by uh, the people themselves. They're like, listen, if we're going to die, we'd rather die just like on a planet than in outer space. So um, they volunteer to go down to the surface of this planet. <laughs> he gets thrown in jail for his troubles. And, uh, and you know, that kind of kickstarts him into recalling all the stuff that I just talked about, because that's where the movie really, really starts is actually in the, in media res. Um, while he's in jail, he decides he wants to start researching Godzilla again. His, his whole thing is he always thinks we have the perfect planet to live on. It was called earth. We should go back. Uh, he researches Godzilla and figures out that Godzilla might have a weakness. Um, he's got a shield that he generates around himself, and if they can figure out how that shield gets generated, um, they can they can take out the organ that generates the shield, take the shield down, and kill Godzilla. Um, and then they go back to Earth, and on Earth, uh, twenty two thousand or not not quite twenty thousand years have passed. Uh, the only extant species now are uh, plants, which have, for some reason, become like razor sharp and rock hard, uh, although they are definitely plants. And these weird dragon-like creatures that everyone says looks or acts like Godzilla, even though they're able to take them out with guns and they don't breathe fire and they look nothing like Godzilla. They're um, called servums. Well, but they're not called that in the movie, though. Um, I'm just saying, man. They're just called these creatures. Uh, they call them like they call them like small fries or something or small fish or whatever. Um, and those are the, on, the only species. Them and Godzilla are the only things on Earth. And then they have to kill Godzilla, and that's that's the movie. If you thought that sounded interesting, um, everything interesting about that is in the first five minutes of the movie, and then they have to kill Godzilla is the last eighty-five minutes of the movie. <laughs> that's an apt description <laughs> um oh the only thing i want to add to that is the second uh uh species of aliens the the what are they i can't even i don't know i can't the say du- they're what the duodenums or something <laughs> it's, like... it's billu saludo yeah okay those guys do you remember what planet they're from the third planet from the black hole. Right, that's the aliens that made the original Mechagodzilla. And remember, you, when they said we can help kill Godzilla, that it was uh, they they had Mechagodzilla, but for whatever reason, they weren't able to get him. Like, they turn, him him on. like turn him on. <laughs> I don't, I don't, <laughs> kind of, they can't activate him for some reason. I don't. Yeah, that didn't. <laughs> so they lost the keys. <laughs> They, those aliens kind of look like Klingons. They do, and then the the ex, and the other ones the look exes. like elves. Yeah, they 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 look like elves. Yeah, that's right. Um, like Tolkien elves, I should say, not like uh, not Santa elves. Yeah, yeah. Who wants to go first? I'll go. I okay. feel like I have a a middle of the road, not middle. Well, middle of the road for this particular. I feel episode. like I should go last, just kind of yeah. knowing what's in <laughs> store for me here. I'm I'm. A little scared. I uh, is this I'm just gonna, like first thoughts? Is that what we're doing here? Yeah, I think so. I think just kind of a brief, a brief thought. Um, this movie it, it struggles. Basically, you have five minutes of 
backstory, a ton of exposition in, in pseudoscience, psychobabble that goes on that's trying to figure out Godzilla. It takes about, what, half an hour, 45 minutes to even get to Earth. Once they're on Earth, they're trying to figure out how to attack Godzilla. Then the whole, the whole thing is this movie is predicated on setting up this massive twist at the end of the film. And the twist is, hey, there's two Godzillas. Uh, there's a small, normal size, like 50-meter-sized Godzilla. And then the big, huge Godzilla that we've been seeing in the trailers shows up in the last, like, five minutes of the movie. Right, and that, uh, that and, was the one that, that, the original one, the first one that, that struck. The other one was, like, a, I don't know, maybe an offspring or whatever. So they, they, they spend all this time and energy trying to build up how to kill Godzilla. They finally defeat Godzilla. And then this twist is supposed to happen, but some, some character named Martin comes out and says, oh, by the way, I'm pretty sure this isn't the Godzilla that drove us from Earth. And then, of course, seconds later, the, the, that Godzilla shows up. So the whole movie is based on this like twist idea that is ruined seconds before the twist, and I don't understand that kind of storytelling. The other thing that really, I think, struggles with this film is a, a lack of characters. Like, there's, there's people that exist in this film, but when people die, I feel nothing. Like, there's, they build up and they, they play up uh, Leland, who's this character they mentioned several times in the initial kind of prologue. And then when he finally sacrifices himself, because he's the one that when he dies, he does so with the intention of revealing how Godzilla's shield works. So when he sacrifices himself, that should be or could be a really good moment. But they waste it entirely because, again, we don't know these characters. They spend way too much time arguing about how Godzilla's shield works, how Godzilla's EMP works, what does his atomic energy actually look like. They also try to set up the fact that there's only one Godzilla early on in the movie, and then when that twist happens, again, it kind of just falters because some guy comes out and ruins it seconds before. And I just, that kind of storytelling is, I don't understand it. It doesn't seem to make sense. Um, There's not much I really liked in the film except... The, the two seconds that the new Godzilla is, is actually on screen. There's some cool things that happen. He has some interesting abilities. But the way that it ends, like it's, it's obviously not a complete tale. But if you evaluate this movie within just what we've seen, there's not much here. And honestly, I struggle to stay awake. Like The only movie that ever made me feel this bored is Space Godzilla. So that's my initial thought. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to hand it over to Tom or Trevor, whoever. Okay. Trevor, you haven't said anything. So yeah, I'll go next since I think Tom will probably uh, be a little more lively than I will. Um, <laughs> so back on what I can only assume in, in the kaiju fandom was our infamous Shin Godzilla episode. Uh, <laughs> if you remember, uh, in my initial thoughts for that, I said that to me Shin Godzilla seemed like some kind of experiment from Toho to prove that they could make any film and have the Godzilla fandom fawn all over it. And now here I find myself. I almost tempted to say, see, this proves it. But now I almost feel more like Toho has been hired by the government to perform some kind of bizarre sociological experiment on humanity. Because <laughs> uh, this, to me, and I can't believe I'm saying this, if you remember how much I didn't like Shin. <laughs> but in my opinion, this is worse than Shin Godzilla. Um, I, I was just... I struggled to watch this. Like, I wasn't even planning to watch it, as Bird knows. Uh, at least not right away. And then just from Tom's reaction, I was like, well, I got to see what's going on. And boy, uh, it was hard. I had to watch this in like three sittings today. Um, I think, I don't know. It's, it, I agree with everything you said, man. It's like, it's such a fail- failure of storytelling on so many levels. And when we get into a more discussion, I'll talk about my individual gripes. But it's just so narratively wrong at every turn. 
I just couldn't believe it. I, like from the very like in the first five minutes, you realize something's wrong with this movie, and it never recovers from that. Characters who we don't give a crap about. I did. I don't think there was one single character that was interesting. Um, and just like yeah, a, a flow and narrative that just does not work. Um, not a fan. <laughs> not a fan. I'll I'll have more to say later, but. If I see a worse movie than this this year, I'll be pretty surprised. I thought this was really, really bad. Yeah, I um, my reaction to this movie is so weird because I've um, I can't actually remember the last time I felt so nothing uh, while watching and after watching a movie um, to where like. I I reacted to absolutely nothing. I I sat and I stared at a screen for ninety minutes, and then it was over. And I I I had no reaction whatsoever. And then that's what I then reacted so negatively against, because I'd rather have a movie stir something up inside of me and be like, no. Don't do that. No. Oh my God. This is, it's blowing it. It's ruining it. it it's, it, it's screwing up that, that kind of stuff. I'd rather have that kind of reaction. Um, you know, the kind of reaction that I have when I, when I, when I watch like, um, Hedera or, uh, or Godzilla versus Mothra from the nineties or something like that, that those movies that I, that I hate, I'd rather have that reaction of me being like, Oh my God, this is, it's, it's so wrongheaded and and here are all the specific things that i hate about it and that piss me off about it because at least that that gets a reaction out of me this i i hated it so so much because it just got nothing out of me it was just 90 minutes it was just 90 minutes um if you've if you've seen the trailer you know the entire plot i mean I, I we we did joke about like you got five seconds to to do the the recap. If you talk about what the actual story of this movie is, not the setting, because the setting of this movie is you know all that stuff about you know twenty two years ago monsters attacked, the aliens come up, blah blah blah. If you talk about what the actual story of this movie is, it's we have to go back to Earth and we have to fight Godzilla, and that's it. And and for a movie to be to just have that to hang on like give me some characters give me some something give me give me anything and this movie gives you nothing it is just 90 minutes of nothing and even if and i really really doubt after seeing this even if parts two and three are good this feels like like the phantom menace in terms of its of its impact to the overall story and that that's not knowing what parts two and three are going to be like at all but like um in terms of you know how they say like with machete order you can just not watch phantom menace because nothing that happens in phantom menace actually matters in the grand scheme of the story and in the story that they're telling in future films that's this movie nothing that happens matters or needs to be viewed by human eyes ever again. <laughs> all you all you need is the setting. Oh, there 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 were monsters, they left Earth, they came back to Earth. Earth is different. They killed Godzilla. Oh, they didn't actually kill Godzilla, they killed his baby. And now they they got to fight the real Godzilla. You can condense that into a 5-minute prologue to an actual movie. <laughs> um or 
in, or they could have made the prologue to this into an actual movie because that's a movie I'd actually watch mm. about aliens coming, two different factions of aliens and all this stuff, and like who to trust and all this. I'd actually watch that movie, but this is just this was atrocious. Well, Tom, if you and, and, uh, and I will say one last one last point just to kind of cap, put a cap on my final thought or my initial thoughts here is. And I think we will probably be referencing Shin a lot because it is the most recent Godzilla movie. But if you remember what I said when when I got done with Shin Godzilla was, um, and even though I liked it more than everyone else, even I said I didn't like it that much. But even though I didn't like it, it felt like they were taking risks and trying something and doing something different. And it was a movie that they wanted to make. And if they were going to move forward where legendary kind of takes the typical traditional approach to Godzilla and Toho does crazy bounce off the walls, like throw something and see what sticks. Let I'm all for that. And let's do that. This was them uh, doing the opposite of that and not, and that's not going traditional. That's just flat out. Just doing nothing. They did. They did nothing here. Well, all right. While you guys were talking, I was putting on my hockey pads uh, I'm I'm getting ready to come in with the upset, maybe get a little beat down. Honestly, when when we get into the meat of it, I honestly think I will be kind of falling in agreement with with a lot of everyone's criticisms. Um, but that being said, uh, I am probably going to be the most favorable of the bunch here. Um, I didn't hate this, um, like you guys did. Um, maybe part of it is because I'd already, I, a few people that I talked to a lot have already, uh, were talking to me about their reactions and a lot of, oh, this is terrible. I'm falling asleep, blah, blah, blah. So, you know, I kind of went, when I got home from work and threw it on, I was kind of expecting like a dumpster fire and that's really not what I got. Um, so, um, uh, I will agree that it, 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 it takes too long to start to get going um it does it's, it's all this techno babble and talk about gamatron numbers and you know um godzilla's biology and all this stuff that just goes on and on and on some of that is a little fun because i i do kind of like stupid fake science in movies you know as someone that watches a lot of like 50s b movies and you know i i kind of like some of that stuff but it did wear pretty thin um but then um uh, see, once they got to Earth, that's when I started enjoying it more. Um, and, you know, I, I there's not much I can say about the characters. There's not much I can say about the plot, which is pretty thin. You know, I, those are things I can't justify. I can't justify um, uh, why it took so long. I can't justify why the whole idea of them going back to Earth couldn't be thrown into a prologue. Um, I can't justify those things, but I can tell you that once they do get to Earth, I really, um, every time I was kind of zoning out, I was pulled back in by what I thought were really fun action sequences, um, and things that, you know, I, I, you know, I haven't really necessarily seen the Godzilla movie before, things that felt a little different, um, like I liked when, uh, you know, they're in the big mech suits and like, uh, uh, like, trying to to 
put the the bombs in his dorsal fins um and you know the the aerial battles with the the servum creatures i i thought those were fun and i thought they were well staged and um and uh and I'm not even talking about the animation, but I, I, I did enjoy the movie in a, on a visual level. You know, I thought it was, it was, uh, I liked the color palette and I liked, um, you know, a lot of the, the visuals. Um, Godzilla himself isn't all that interesting. Um, but, uh, <laughs> <laughs> but, but the, don't laugh, but the, the, uh, the, but yeah, that once they get to earth, there is a lot of stuff that I did just think was, I, I did think was fun. We'll, we'll get into it a little bit more. Um, when we, we go into our specifics, I am, I do want to kind of offer a, a devil's advocate approach to what we were saying about characters that are, uh, killed in this movie. Um, and it's just, you know, I, I'm thinking to the format in which this movie was intended versus how it was released, of course, being episodic TV, and at least I'm hoping we'll get more character stuff in the second and third parts, um, because that was that was something Matt had had said before, like yeah, like all these Leland and these guys, they just die and you don't feel anything. And, and I said, well, I think maybe that's just this movie's way of letting us know the stakes and how dangerous it is here on Earth. Kind of like you know, you watch the first episode of The Walking Dead or something, and you know, the characters that get killed are, aren't ones you're meant to connect with. They're meant to set the stage for, you know, the threat of, of this world that we're in now. And, and I feel like our group of survivors here are going to be the ones that carry us through to the next thing. Um, and, yeah, but the problem is, the problem is by the end of the first episode of Walking Dead, you are connected to Rick. Yes. <laughs> I don't care about Haruo by the end of this movie at all. I, okay, I, I can agree with that. I can't agree with that. I, I, I think I think this movie does try to do that, uh, set him up as that kind of figure, because, you know, we we see in the prologue his parents getting killed. We see him uh, lose his grandfather on the the, 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 the what's it called? The shuttle. Um, but yeah, I mean, see, and this is where I think we can probably all agree, maybe exploring that character a little bit, you know, our protagonist, um, would have been more interesting than them talking about, you know, all numbers and, <laughs> and, and, you know, computers and all that, like, technical jibber-jabber that, that makes up the first half hour of this movie. So I, I, I think that it gets off on the wrong foot. And um, I, I, I'll agree, in terms of storytelling, you, you want more. I mean, if it, say, theoretically speaking... If the next part does go back and explore these characters, you know, you're even if it's done well, you're always going to be thinking, well, why wasn't this done in the first entry when it it, it would have made been a better use of time than all the 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 technical jibber jabber. But I do think the release model that Toho has chosen for this and releasing them in these installments that are like what five to six months apart. I think it's handicapping it, um, and I mean, it, it, if if this was a half-hour TV show, uh, the first episode would be over around the time they land on Earth, and it's like, okay, that's kind of a weak pilot, but at least you, you would be able to, you know, pick up from there 
like the next week, you know, I mean, making someone wait five months to see what happens after a movie that is essentially a prologue that already had a prologue in front of it. I don't know. I think that's why so many people are walking away confused and not even knowing how to feel about this. Um, if this had been done as a series, though, I'd be out after three episodes. Because mm. yeah. that you got to figure that's the first hour of this movie. Um, that's the that's the problem. I think we're talking about this like it's a TV series, but the fact of the matter is we gotta we gotta let that go and say like, hey, at the end of the day, they decided to make this into three feature length films, and this isn't a half hour or even hour pilot we're talking about. This is ninety minutes wasted on fifteen minutes of story. That's just a that's a bad beginning for a, a three movie series. You know, it's 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 ridiculous. And it's not you like know? the movie has a like it's it's not like it has a a a, a super awkward or jarring end point. Um, it's a little abrupt, but um, if this if this had actually told a story throughout the movie um, and developed characters and everything, it would get to an it would get to the end that it has in this movie and you'd go, oh, I really want to see the next part and you'd know the next part is coming. Um, but it but at least it would, you know, if it had much, much more to it, um, whether that's actually developing that prologue into something, you know, worth worth spending maybe half an hour on instead of five minutes, whether it's uh, developing some characters, whatever, um, the the idea of of ending it where they end it is not bad. Like it, that's not a that's not like a an inappropriate ending for the portion of the story they're trying to tell so it's not like it's it's not like um the clone wars movie i don't know if you, if you guys remember that the the movie that, that came out where it was like it, it told like a a single story for the first like uh, around an hour and then all of a sudden like that story just ended and then it like tacked on 20 minutes of like literally just 20 minute episode uh, and it totally felt like two different things like smushed together. This doesn't feel like that. So this doesn't feel like it's like a, a TV show that was chopped up necessarily. Um, it, it feels like a, a movie, I guess. I don't know. It, I just, you know I, there's something really weird, right? I'm sure I'm not alone in this. And like, okay, when the film started... And to be fair, like, look, I'm not just playing like the I hate Godzilla guy. Um, I was actually bird knows. I was one of the few people that liked the trailer for this. Actually, I, I think out of all of us, I think you actually probably had the most positive reaction to the trailer, to be honest. Yeah, I thought I was like, I didn't get why other people were kind of criticizing. I was like, no, I think this looks fun, you know, and then I watched the movie today. And so right off the bat, I'm confused by the prologue because I'm thinking like, OK, well, why is this not the movie? And I mean, you know, to like, and in my head, I'm like, okay, I thought the point of doing anime is that you can, you're not limited by budget anymore the way you are in live action. So it's not like they had to do the prologue because they couldn't afford to do this story. Obviously, they could have. They just, they, they made a story decision to cram all that into a prologue. I'm like, well, that's weird. But I'm willing, I was willing to let that go because I'm thinking like, well, you know what? This is actually just like Pacific Rim. It's doing the same thing. It's, it's saying like, hey, this is what happened. And now we're picking up to show the aftermath of that. I'm like, okay. But then the next immediate problem is, if you are going to start a story in media res, as this one does, there's no justifiable reason to me why you don't just start the movie with them arriving at Earth. And I mean, all it would take is some storytelling tweaks to, to have all that like exposition, if you really need it, which I don't think you do. 
But if you did, it could have happened on Earth. It could have been them having this discussion while they're trudging their way through the forest, while they're on the ship, you know, and some people are out as, uh, you know, uh, ex- expedition teams. But instead, we wait an additional half an hour to 35 minutes for them to even get to Earth. And then once we get to Earth, we wait even more for Godzilla to show up. I think it's 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 it's, it's past the halfway point of the film when Godzilla finally makes his first, uh, you know, actual appearance. In a in a completely lackluster scene, which I couldn't believe how like unimpressive his stay, like I'm. Did you guys agree? Like I couldn't yeah, believe how unimpressive his like when he first showed up that they didn't have like some kind of cool hero shot from anything. He's just suddenly there. Well, yeah, God, you're uh, used to point. Godzilla. Usually gets like what what his first appearance in any movie is usually like this epic. Yeah, you know, whether he's coming he out of like, the ground oh, there or. Or the scene, or the the scene in Hawaii in the 2014 movie, where I mean, the, that's like a whole five minutes that builds up to his appearance. Like, but know? and I think I think Bird nailed it earlier when he said that you know all that time spent on the ship going to Earth wouldn't feel as wasted if it was being used to make us care about these characters and and have you know create emotional bonds. Instead, they're just talking about science made-up science that I don't care at all about. There was a point in this movie, if you guys remember, and maybe you guys picked up on this more than I did because I was kind of checked out by this point, but the girl character, I can't even remember her name, but when she gets sent, when like uh, Haru asks her, why'd you come on this mission? And she says, I came because you were on it. And I couldn't for the life of me understand what she meant by it. I was like, what's their connection? Why does she care? I I had no idea. Yeah, they're, uh, they're essentially adopted siblings. Like okay. she, so she mentions no seriously she mentions the grandfather was also her grandpa. Okay, so see that just like flew right by me because I there's just I couldn't care enough about these characters to even like hear those details I guess. Um, at a certain point, I found it funny just how Haruo is like the angriest lead character in a movie ever. And I'm, I'm sure <laughs> he, we'll talk about that. He, Especially well, yeah. I watched the I watched the dubbed version, which I don't know if it, if it comes across that much in the original. It does. It absolutely does. It, yeah. It, it, man, yeah, it does. Game. Bird, you'll get this. Um, that scene in Pieces, one of our favorite movies, where she's just like, bastard! Yeah. That, this is like that scene turned into a Godzilla movie. I will say he's minutes. almost the worst character. Be- say what you want about how flat everyone else is. I get it. You know, they're not very good characters. I, I, I understand that. But, but my problem with Haruo is he almost seems like a parody of the typical anime, like angsty anime protagonist. Like, I agree uh, with that. Yeah. Whether whether I mean you could look at any of them. I mean the Shinji from Eva or Aaron oh, from he's... Attack on Titan or um uh you know Light from Death Note. Like he he's just that guy. Uh, which he's also the he's the water bottle scene from Shin Godzilla turned into a movie. <laughs> <laughs> Trev, do you remember the water bottle scene? I do. I do remember. Yeah. Drink your drink your fucking water, man. <laughs> <laughs> that Everyone, stop yelling! It's like he's <laughs> yelling. I, I, listen, I think that. Well, go ahead, Trey. Sorry, I didn't know you. Oh no, no, go ahead. I, I was just. The thing is, this movie loses sight of the big picture. It tells a story that is basically not really integral to the entire plot. Like they they waste their time fighting the servum who don't really matter. I mean, if, if you cut the servum, would you really miss them? I don't think he would. And then they, they, they kill Godzilla, but we realize like he's not the real quote unquote Godzilla because there's a bigger Godzilla to, to be fought. And that's a problem. Like they spent 85 minutes of the movie, not even focusing on kind of the big picture stuff. And I don't get that. Like, I don't understand that. Plus Trev, you hit, you hit something. The anime could have taken a lot more risks. Like 
they, they oh, could have done God, something yeah. crazy with the design. They could have, I mean, they, they chose to basically take Heisei Godzilla, make him slow as hell, and have one of the ugliest, most boring, like Godzilla is literally one color. Like it just, it, it's bizarre to me when they had this medium that could have been so visually interesting to do some of the things that they did. And I, I'm not a fan of the 3D, but like you could have done really interesting stuff with it. And in fact, I was actually watching some of the uh, second season of Attack on Titan recently. They have shots in that that are 3D that are done really well and interesting. And this has none of that. And I just don't get it because it, it's just the thing I'll say is it's boring. Like I'm like Tom. I don't feel anything for this movie. I'm just very apathetic. And, and that sucks because I want to care. And like, I just I don't. Well, that's the thing, right? When you when you go into an anime, your expectation is, oh, with animation, they can do whatever they want. So this is going to be awesome. And you know, you know what I don't get excited for in anime is like, I'm like, you know what I, I really want to see animated is 20 minute conversations about Gamatrons. <laughs> I just want to watch. I just want to watch two people stand in a hallway and talk about Gamatrons for 10 minutes. That's that's a great use of animation. And that's what the movie gives me for like the first, you know, good half of it. So yeah, that's accurate. It's it's. it's it's mind-boggling to me. It, it truly mind-boggling to me. Like I, I remember uh, when when Shin came out and being like, "Oh my god, they, they decided to do away with the puppet and do it all in CG, only to give me a, a, a piece of CG that looks like a puppet." <laughs> like uh, it, it's so immobile. I I can't believe it. And and this movie was like, "Oh, you you thought that was immobile? Hold my beer." I mean, Jesus, it, it, it like you guys just what a waste of the medium. I mean, here you're you're in you're an anime like the, the Shin Godzilla. You could defend and be like, well, they needed to, like, not do a lot with the CG to try to make it look realistic because um, it's trying to interact with, you know, the real world type of stuff. And OK, OK, I'll, I'll buy that. But here we have a, a completely digital, completely animated world, and and your Godzilla is is no more animated than than a, a toy sitting on a shelf. It, it's it's insane. I am sick. Of I don't Godzilla understand that choice at all. A, a big mountain in movies now, like. I know the next one is the big thing is he's gonna fight Mecha Godzilla. We know that, and like if they can find, a, if they can find the keys, gonna, <laughs> yeah, yeah but, but like how is he gonna fight Mecha Godzilla yeah. when he can't move? Uh, like, um, well, but, do we all agree that this is? I mean, this is like the most boring representation of Godzilla ever. Hands down, yes, one hundred percent. This is the most boring because Godzilla because at least with ever. Shin. And I, I might even be the lone def- like person here. At least with Shin, as much as I dislike that version of Godzilla, I do enjoy the idea that you know he's he he went through different stages and is like the unthreatening and goofy as it is. I do have a, a weird space in my heart for that doofy looking thing that he starts off the movie as and no i like i don't i don't like shin but on a conceptual level shin is gojira compared to this movie to me like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah. why is it this movie has been like 10 minutes in what we get is godzilla trying to turn his head but, but failing. Like, that's basically what this, the animation was well well speaking i do want to bring something up about the um i guess how the animation uh the format is wasted and that's 
there's a the, the, this prologue, right? Um, so you know, I mean, anyone that's seen Pacific Rim, you know, it, you you get to see all those monsters as briefly as you see s- some of them. You get to see them like destroy buildings. They all get cool shots. You get to see you know different Jaegers fighting different monsters and stuff. In this. Like, you get a, a roster of deep cuts, like obscure Toho monsters that I don't think anyone would have thought we would see again. So, so well, there's Kamakras, not that obscure, but, you know, um, and then you see Dogara, who we haven't seen since the movie Dogara in 1964. Then you see um, Orga, who we've only seen Godzilla 2000. You see... Oh, you- barely can make him out right too. And, um and then you see uh dagara who we only saw in mothra 2 so i mean some of these are cutting deep into toho lore and and toho mythology and that's cool but they're not animated like well yeah you can barely make out some of them but it's really like you see them in a cityscape and they just look like these cardboard cutouts oh and oh and uh yeah hetero was was the other one but yeah, you you just see them in these cityscapes, and they look like these cardboard cutouts. And it's like, why not give me like ten seconds of an anime version of Dogara or Kamakuras, like messing up New York or whatever? Like, I mean, don't don't bring out these deep cuts and just be like, here's a still image of them, like standing in front of a in front of a skyline. Here here's your here's your Dogara postcard you were waiting fifty years for, like. That's not that's not a good use of it either. You have the I don't know what the budget is on this thing. I understand animated projects still have budgets. You still have to be attentive to that, but I don't understand why they would they would break out the these prologue uh shots and not even have them animated. I can't even see these monsters do anything. Like I still don't even I still I mean I'll never understand why it's even like all just put into a prologue. I mean like it's it's so weird because I feel like the only reason that this movie should be the the way it is is if it was like an actual sequel to like the previous like live action series or something, which it's not, right? It's just starting its own continuity. Yeah, yeah. Or it feels like it's an adaptation of like a video game or something that doesn't exist because it's giving you all this backstory <laughs> that that could have just been the movie. And I I don't really understand that. That, that prologue is like they watched Pacific Rim and didn't get it. <laughs> it should be mentioned too we're not just getting the prequel book but there's actually an adaptation of this that will be coming in a manga format so i guess it's not just the prequel stuff that was probably going to be what the prologue was we're going to get some sort of manga adaptation which they've already come out and said manga 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 whatever uh but they said that it will have more information about the events from the film but again the thing is why can't you just tell us that in the movie like why I could give us a scroll or something, you know, like, um, and then, you know, the problem, and then going back to like Godzilla himself, like the characterization, I think like him being that boring also is part of the reason we don't like Haruo, Haruo, however you say it, I think, because I mean, look, I get why Haruo hates Godzilla. Yes. We see the scene where he like kills his parents or anything, but basically because Godzilla has no personality in this and we really barely see him move an inch he just seems like this thing that's like around and the fact that Haru is just like this whole movie is like bastard you bastard I'm gonna kill you <laughs> just like constantly it's like whoa dude this is like there's no Godzilla doesn't seem evil enough in this film to justify 
that level of anger. Yeah. He's just this well, he's, thing that like he's got a permanent there. grin on his face. He seems rather affable, actually. And he <laughs> seems like he wouldn't do anything to them if they didn't like run right up to him and start shooting at him. It's just kind of this thing that lumbers around. And not, well, actually, let me take that back. He doesn't lumber around. He's just immobile. It um, takes him ten seconds to lift up his foot, like literally at Southland. Yeah. And I think there's something to be said for like when these new designs of Godzilla that don't really have eyes. I mean, I know he does have eyes, but they're so tiny and you can't see them. That really takes away from his personality. Um, and yeah, just like close up shots of his eyes at the end. And I don't know what it was about those, but I thought they were really funny. (laughs) (laughs) I have no, I just something about those eyes. They looked like kindly old man eyes. Dude, that's exactly right. And combined, (laughs) Combined with his permanent grin, this this Godzilla just seemed like he's like adorable. Like I just wanted to put him in my pocket. Yeah, well, I don't know. It's just like Haru Haru being that angry at Godzilla seems to me like being mad at a mountain that your parents accidentally drove their car into. Like that's what it kind of comes. <laughs> Godzilla looks like he's permanently high, like just constantly. Yeah. He's got that like tiny. It's, <laughs> it's so weird. It's so weird to make a Godzilla that's this. Uh, you know, and they did it. They did it in Shin too. That's this unexpressive when you have the ability to make him as expressive as you want and and yeah legendary did go a little bit too far with making their godzilla expressive but god at least that thing has personality yeah it's Um, weird right like i walk away from this and shin like really thinking like man i like what is toho's like view of this character at this point like why do they find this to be an interesting money that's basically i think I, but I, I mean, they were but printing like, money before without having him be a. And there's the, a the, the problem too is this movie floats a lot of potentially interesting. That, that's it, it's it's like uh, it's like a millennium film in that way where it floats a lot of different potentially possibly interesting ideas past you, but but never focuses on any of them for, for more than an instant, you know? Um, the the idea of two different alien factions showing up, and the idea of each one of them kind of demanding something in exchange for their help, and you know, the the, the one race doesn't, doesn't want to go back to Earth because they think we're weak for abandoning after only 22 years adrift, and they've been looking for a new home for longer, and um, when they go back to Earth, and they're like, Oh, the atmosphere is way different. That's weird. It shouldn't have. It shouldn't have done that much changing in only twenty thousand years. Like, like that's odd. And they really, they really kind of hint at like, oh, maybe Godzilla is the reason, like, why the atmosphere is so different. And like, maybe Godzilla himself, like, just his 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 physiology, like, was changing the atmosphere, and that's why we had to leave in the first place. Like, there's all these potentially really interesting things that they could do and talk about, um, and they don't do or talk about any of them. Mm -hmm. Uh, Instead, they talk about his shield organ, and it's like, that's so much less interesting, because if you're going to spend time and talk about pseudoscience, at least kind of do this, like, uh, this allegory, analog type of thing where you could be like, oh, Godzilla's mere appearance causes fundamental changes in the ecology and the environment that cause life on Earth to be, like, unsustainable. And then you could start drawing parallels to, you know, changes in our atmosphere today and, like, uh, you know, things that humanity is doing to, to cause climate change and stuff like that. And, yeah, you might ruffle some feathers of people who don't believe in climate change and stuff, but at least you're doing something and saying something. 
uh, with with that. Uh, in this, they're like, oh, he's got a shield, and and did was anyone else like tremendously confused? Did it feel like they changed the rules of the shield like willy nilly? Basically, they were figuring it out on the fly. It seemed like, and like it starts making. They start talking about honing in on the shield sound. Yeah, like, out of nowhere. Well, that that and like what was really confusing to me was they were like, oh, he can create the shield. He could generate it for like bursts of like tenths of seconds. But then they're like, oh, it's going to be two hundred seconds until the next shield drop. And I was like, well, wait, what? <laughs> I was more confused by where all this information on Godzilla was even coming from. Like, okay, so I understand what's his name? Like the priest character, he uh, met yeah. He brings Haruo that like file on Godzilla that's full of all this information, and then you know, uh, and then later, like, and then I'm just thinking, like, well, where'd that come from? Because no one's been back on Earth for 22 years or whatever, right? So who's like gathering all this information on Godzilla? Maybe that's something that'll be explained later. Probably not. Uh, and then later when they get to Earth, they're, like, talking about how there's a certain area they have to go through. And they're like, yes, this is an area that Godzilla is known to frequent. I'm like, what? <laughs> what are you talking about? How do you know? You guys haven't that. been there for 20 years. Oh, man. And, um, like, Tom, and that, that priest thing is actually a great example of what you're just talking about. Because I thought that was, like, maybe the one of the few really interesting ideas was the idea that the priest on the ship is actually from an alien race. And I was thinking, like, oh, you can get into something really interesting here about how... Like the priests are this other race entirely, this other, you know, this alien species. And does that mean that we're worshiping their God now? And how does that like, you know, change religion? And but the movie doesn't have time for that because it's got to talk more about the shield and Gamatron, you know, figures and stuff I'm like, oh, OK, well, like, they're, never mind. Well, according <laughs> to the, the press notes, that race is from Planet X. So, yeah, they're called like the X fins or something. Yeah, like yeah, that, right. X yeah, um, yeah. The the press notes <clears throat> say they're from Planet X, so I'm I'm assuming we're gonna get a certain somebody in part three that's gonna relate to them. That is my prediction as well, Bird. But I agree. Like the whole priest thing, you have an alien race that's pushing their religion. They actually have a couple dropped comments about how um, pushing religion on humans didn't work. And I thought, just like Trev, like that's such an interesting idea. It just goes nowhere. Like they give you bits and pieces of things that could have been really unique and just leave them there. And I don't know what to do with that because in a self-contained one piece of a trilogy, like if the Matrix is the first Matrix film, was this goddamn boring? I would have never watched the next two. Yeah, I mean, I'm honestly because I don't know if I'll watch the next two like off of this. I, I think like for me, this this movie is not. I mean. The other thing is Toho wastes an opportunity. There, there's a huge fan base of just people who love anime. And, I mean, you have freaking, you have Crunchyroll, which is dedicated to that fan base in the U.S. And Toho, and you know, you have Netflix that could bring this over and possibly tap into that to that kind of fan base. And Toho gives us this. Like, I can't recommend this well, to anybody who's not well, a Well, that was the, the point of this. Um, like, this, the, this concept was, in, was an idea before they even came up with Shin Godzilla. And, and it was because Toho said um, they wanted to <clears throat> to expose Godzilla to another, basically another demographic, which would be the anime demographic. Did they think of literally anything else? <laughs> <laughs> oh, we want to make an anime. Yeah, okay. Let's do it. All right. Do you have any story ideas? No. Okay, go ahead. You can't you can't show this movie to somebody who doesn't like Godzilla 
or isn't like a diehard fan and I think expects any sort of positive reaction because it's it takes too long to get going. It, it's it's slow by even anime standards, to be honest. And then on top of that, you just don't have much of a story or characters that care. But like, they don't even he's not even annoying enough to be like Shinji from Evangelion. You know, like that's the problem. There's no there's nothing to keep me interested. And I, like I said, being boring to me is the worst thing a movie could do. And this thing does it constantly. That's what I. That's why I say, like, to me, this is worse than Shin because I didn't like Shin. But then I think about all the things that we all thought were like was like were really stupid and silly that we kept talking about. And there's there's nothing like that here for me. Like once this episode's done, I, I, I that's it. Like this will vanish from my head, and that's fine. Yeah. Like I doesn't have like the awesome camera view of like a phone hanging up or you know people <laughs> leaving a meeting to go to another meeting which schedules another meeting like like or that, that kind weird of stuff. moment where the camera pans out and does not center on them in the frame. Yeah. <laughs> Bird, you yeah. No. Quiet. I want to. Oh, sorry, Tom. I just Bird. What did you like about the movie? Because you said you I liked know, it. I know. Like. How? <laughs> Explain. I, yeah, and I don't think like like saying it picks up when they get to Earth. Like I just, I don't know. I don't. I don't agree because the action isn't stimulating when the thing you're fighting literally can't move. Well, see, and that's where I'll kind of draw the line uh, between between us. Uh, I I I think that the I think that the the direction is handled well enough and the visuals are handled well enough that it never crossed my mind like oh i'm watching people just bomb something that can't move i was actually like interested in in the sequence um and i see for at least to me and and i know i know that the logic isn't exactly sound because we kind of already went there for me I feel like this was meant to set the stage for two big movies. And this is this was just here to say, hey, this is where we are. This is the setting. Now, we can we can talk all day about how it should have been handled differently, about how you could condense so much, how you could spend more time in the beginning doing things that uh, are, are much more worth the time than what they did. But for me, it's just, this is setting the groundwork for what's to come. This is essentially the scroll of a Star Wars movie, only for Godzilla and made into a movie. Now, now of course, whether that is the right move they should have made, you know, you can... You can it's we, not. Right, <laughs> right. But for me, that's what this movie was doing, and... It, it did leave me in a place where I do want to see where it goes. And, and, and part of it is because, um, like, I, I, like I, on paper, I like everything here. I like that there's a cult that is trying to wean Earthlings to believe other things. I like that um, the race that created Mechagodzilla is just cynical and they think we're just a bunch of wimps and... Um, you know, but they're stuck with us. I, I like the idea that, you know, Earth, when we come back to Earth, it's a Planet of the Apes scenario where it's it's a Godzilla planet where, you know, plants have evolved to become, like, as tough as metal just because of what Godzilla is. And, and sure, those are ideas that float by. 
<laughs> each other like ships at sea and you don't really get the big picture of them but but that's but that's kind of why I'm so interested to see where it goes because I want to see more of it I, I, I and, and I think those little bits are sprinkled throughout this um, in in just the right amount of uh, the just the right dosage for me to stay interested meaning I don't think they're there enough or explored enough, but there are enough of them to make me say, okay, I want to see where that idea goes. This idea is the seed of something else. I want to see where that goes. Um, and I mean, where we're just going to have to disagree is, is the action sequences. I thought they were fun. I thought visually they were, they were um, uh, cool. Um, and it's not it's 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 definitely the least interesting version of Godzilla but i think given that the action sequences involving Godzilla are the best that they could do with that you know i'm going to rock of a character that he is <laughs> um and i'm going to throw in a little wrench here and say i didn't mind the twist that they killed a uh, a younger a younger Godzilla. Oh, I didn't mind that. And and the yeah. and the new one and and I guess the Papa Godzilla wakes up at the end. I thought it was actually a kind of a cool misdirect. Um just like I thought in the last Jedi just the way Snoke got killed was kind of a cool misdirect. You know, I like things like that. Yeah, I I and and then I I also like the twist at the end where um uh Metaphys is is talking to Godzilla as as if he's some like divine being that he's secretly kind of wanted to 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 see again all this time and that makes me curious to see where that character is going because like I said I love the cult idea I love that he might have connections to planet X and I I want to see where that goes so I mean I I don't think it's uh, a complete waste of time my when I get to my numerical score it's probably not going to be as favorable as you guys might be predicting well i guess i already told you guys what it was going to be in the thread but <laughs> anyone listening um but but yeah i mean I, where i i would i would sum up my my feelings on i'm split right down the middle right down the middle i i, I dislike as much as i liked and there was just enough for me to say i see the potential of these concepts and um, I'm hoping that they're explored properly and with the right amount of attention next time. Oh, I'm so. so glad that you ended it with that set statement because uh, I'm going to tell you that they won't be, <laughs> and I'm going to I'm going to tell you uh, specifically using an example from this movie to to show you that they won't be. Um, and this is where we get into if you're going to spend your movie talking about science, be consistent. <laughs> with the rules of the science that you're making up. Um, we've already talked about the shield and how that rule changes regularly. Um, then th there's also the, the atmosphere of earth itself and how that rule uh, changes as they see fit. Um, we in a in a scene, you know, fairly shortly after they get back to earth, um, they're out like exploring and someone goes to touch a plant and the guy's like, oh my God, don't do that. If you do that, it'll slice a hole in your suit and the atmosphere is toxic. You won't be able to breathe. Or you're going to die. Don't, don't. Oh my God. What are you thinking? Don't do that. Um, 
the movie ends in such a way that a character uh, does not have their space suit helmet on at the end um, and is therefore breathing the air. I think they're going to explain that in the next one and is therefore not dead. I think, um, I think, I think, I think we're going to get that explanation. I don't think we will. I don't trust this. I don't, I, I do not trust with what I've seen here. And cause that's an example. Like I said, the shield thing is already an example of like, like, they don't ever make it seem like destroying the shield organ is what's going to kill him. They, they're like, oh, we're going to destroy the shield organ and then we'll be able to kill him after that. Instead of like, oh, we destroyed the shield organ and it just blew him up because it just did. Well, no, they, they put bombs in there. No, the they didn't put bombs in there. They put those... They put things in there to disrupt his EMPs or whatever. Well, no, and yeah, but it, it, so it's... This, but it, like, this movie is never consistent with its own made-up rules. No, and when it's no, willing no, to just change the rules on the fly... No, no, no when when the EMP thing, it, like, reversed his beam. questions so, are going to be bullcrap. So when he shot his beam, he blew himself up with it from the inside. He imploded. You know what I thought was funny? is like, so a big part of their plan is that they, like, blow up the ground around him so that he becomes trapped in the ground, right? And, like, it's just his, like, head is sticking out of the ground. They're like, yes, it worked. He's, like, not moving. And I was just thinking, like, he's moving just as much now as he was before you did that. <laughs> that was completely pointless. I think he um, was moving. I think he was moving more. Yeah. Rocks. Uh, no, actually, like, the thing about the helmets, Tom, I was thinking about, like, when I was watching the film, I was like, yeah, I'll give them some credit. At least this crew is not, like, the Prometheus crew, right? They're not just, like, taking off their helmet, like, willy-nilly on the atmosphere. But then I was thinking, like, well, okay, because they say, yeah, this, this air is toxic and you can't breathe. But And then that raises a question that the film doesn't bother to answer of, if that's the case, then why do they want to come back to this planet? Why do they think it's a good place to live if you can't breathe the air? Like, shouldn't there have been some dialogue explaining that? But whatever you know i um i, I don't know like well, to, well, I, I, to, I, I legitimately don't know the answer to this so maybe someone can help me did did they know that they wouldn't be able to breathe when before they got there no they knew nothing no, they'd not been before away for, they got there yeah they knew they knew they'd been away for 20,000 well they thought 10,000 years originally well, well i guess i, I guess like, oh, well, actually, i guess Trev's point still stands which well there was the one character what's his name was it adam or was it leland it was one of those guys, one of the white guys. Uh, but basically, yeah, that's he says no. no that was Leland, right? He says no. We should retreat, and then that's the mission. That actually, I almost forgot that because that is one of the points that this is where I have to step in and say, okay, what the hell? Um, but it's piggybacking on what you guys were just saying. Um, so when they get there. Um, Things don't go as planned. The servums disrupt everything, and they're like, yeah, this atmosphere is unlivable also. This sucks, basically. And they're like, Haruo, uh, you know, we need to forget this and retreat. And I think that was Leland, and he had the right idea. It's like, okay, we didn't know that these other creatures were there. We didn't know the atmosphere was what it was. We didn't know we couldn't breathe. We got to get out of here. This is pointless, so... Our mission now is just to get everybody back together. Um, we're all going to meet together and leave. Leland dies in action, and then Haruo takes his place, and he's just like, well, no, we're actually going to stick to the original plan and stay here and try and kill Godzilla. And everyone 
It's just like, okay, yeah, we're going to do that, I guess. But my question is, like, why? I mean, the, 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 the guy that died had it right. You, there, there's no reason for you to try and stay here. Why are, so why did everyone just, like, oh, yeah, we're going to do that again, I guess. Like, why did they do that? Again, that gets into the whole thing of is if if you set if you had set this movie up that Godzilla is the reason for the change in the ecosystem, then you could you could say oh killing him will kind of reset everything. Um, but they don't they bother don't to ever. That. Yeah, they I mean, don't bother it, it, to ever yeah, do it, any of that. It's stuff. pretty much said in the movie that Godzilla is why the Earth is the way it is now. But but yeah, that's that's one of those things that is just. That's see to me that's 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 bad writing. That's that is something that you yeah. can fix with like a line of dialogue. <laughs> you guys are okay with the twist and like I I don't understand how that's bad writing, but you're totally cool with the twist. Like it's ruined seconds before we get to see the big reveal. No, I'm just saying the no, twist I, I don't, itself I mean, I, isn't like a bad. I mean, thing, someone's though. saying, "Hey, maybe we didn't kill the first Godzilla," and then the first Godzilla showing up isn't ruining the twist. He didn't say I that. Know, it's, he didn't say that twenty minutes before the the other Godzilla showed up. He said it like seconds before. Like, but why? Why not just have Godzilla show up and then be like, "Oh shit!" Like what? that. That's I don't more... see what difference that makes. I uh, really? yeah, I, I'm actually with Bird here. I actually think, look, I, if I'm being honest, I kind of think they needed the character to say that because I think you are overestimating how much the audience would understand that. I think if he didn't say that dialogue, people would think that was the same Godzilla coming up out of the ground. I probably wouldn't have gotten it even. Well, you're dumb. <laughs> I mean, well, there, there's nothing. Doesn't he say it after there's like an earthquake after they kill? No, it's right before. Yeah. It's right. Be- it's right before. Um, oh. I, but I, yeah, I, I don't. I, I don't feel like it's ruining the twist. It's introducing the twist. Maybe okay. you'd need a character to say it because at that point I was like, oh, this movie's over. Awesome. <laughs> well, also, like visually, there's nothing that the the that like. The two Godzillas don't look different, you know. You, you oh, the one the and they already yeah, say that they already they, say that he has they already say that he has regenerative properties. So I probably would have just assumed like he regrouped and came back. It the, didn't the look. Big you still one have the guy to say the dialogue, just not right before it happens. Like it's the whole like I see dead people. Hey man, he's gonna probably see dead people. Like it's just I don't I don't like that. That's a really let me, let me that's a really strange complaint. So you pick, wait, so the other twist that you think was ruined was one of the most famous twists in movie history that everyone loved, and you think that that was ruined too? What? The Sixth Sense twist, you're saying that that twist was ruined because he said, I see dead people? No, 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 no. I'm saying, like, what if they announced it before you, like, they announced it before it's actually put together, basically. It's like, uh, I mean, mean, whatever. It it bothers me more that they spend all their time killing a Godzilla that, like, is essentially pointless. All right, Matt, Matt's like, going wild right now. What? Yeah, this is a weird complaint, but, uh... <laughs> all right, fair enough. Let me tell you some stuff that I did like. I did like Godzilla's ability, like, the whole, like, sonic boom thing with the sail. That was pretty awesome. I like the sonic boom. There's a couple cool music cues that I thought were great. The main Godzilla theme that plays at the end when the big Godzilla shows up, I th- that was really good. I like there's some really there's some really bad music cues though too, right? There are. Uh, I, Most of them are terrible. Like the techno theme, did you guys Oh like, my god, there was like that about there was one I can't like when an action scene started, there was one music cue that was so bad it made me like laugh out loud. That's like, what I'm talking about. It's like yeah. it comes out of nowhere and doesn't fit the rest of the this movie. This is at all. um this is the the composer is Takeyuki Hattori who did Godzilla 2000 the Japanese version and Space Godzilla and he is actually 
might be my least favorite composer that's done Godzilla movies. Let's let and... never let him compose for a Godzilla movie ever again. <laughs> Three strikes and you're out. You put, you put him on the shit list with Alexandre Desplat. <laughs> Desplat's better than this somehow, and that, that's really sad of me to say, but it's just I grown. liked his Shape of Water score. That's the only score of his that I've like got any sort of enjoyment out of. I think he does the Wes Anderson movies. I like some of those. Anyway, that's neither here nor there. Um, I have a question. From the glimpses we got, how did you feel about the that Mecha Godzilla? I didn't like it. I it's mean, it doesn't weird. look like Godzilla. Like that's kind of defeating the point. It almost um, it I, almost looks like a bug. I still can't make heads or tails of it. Like, you know, there it, it's in that that poster or whatever that was released a bit ago, and everyone's like, "Oh, it's Mecha Godzilla. He's right there." And it, it's. It's like looking at the sonogram of like someone else's baby when you're like, oh yeah, I, I totally see it. If, if if something is if something is Mecha Godzilla, it has to look like Godzilla, right? I can't just like throw together two tubes and some wires and say this is Mecha Tom. It has <laughs> well, to look well, like Tom. Like that's not. Well, well, he has the spines. That's that's the only thing that is like Godzilla like. He I almost looks, he looks more like Mogera. I can't make heads or tails of that design. I really can't. It's um, bad. It's real bad. Well, uh, well, I will say, Trev. Historically, Mechagodzilla movies tend to be your favorites. Hmm? You sure you don't want to give the next one a shot? I mean, it, it, the chances are I will just for this show. Um, <laughs> but there's like no part of me right now that wants to watch the next one. This okay. just left like a really bad taste in my mouth. Well, we're kind of winding down. Um, I don't know. I mean, I've I've probably exhausted my thoughts on the movie. To be honest, I mean. For me, it's it's super mixed. There's a lot I didn't Bird, like, but uh, Bird, I, 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 I some some stuff too. I want to throw something out, Bird. I feel like oh, I because I just feel like I want to say I believe that at this moment you're riding the high of watching a new Godzilla movie, <laughs> and I want to believe that at some point you're going to come to your senses on this because like I don't want to poo-poo like your opinion or anything, but. What you said about how you like it because it's like it leaves you with all this like interesting information that sets up the the rest of the series. You and I have talked before about how, like, in a series like that where it's, like, you know, not a full narrative, each entry still has to operate as its own thing. It still needs right. to be a complete story unto yes. itself. And everything and you said about not, how, like... This is not. I and know, everything I you know. said about how this, like, sets up, like, all these interesting ideas, I guess what I would ask you to consider is, wouldn't you still feel the same way and be as interested if you had just read, like, a, a paragraph description of this movie, like, in, in preparation for the next two? I like wish watching, I like watching the paragraph. movie itself does nothing for you. It's just like the movie is <laughs> the movie exists to give you like a setup for the next two. That's not a good thing, you know. Well, it's like uh, you know, you go to a restaurant, and you get a they, you get a sample of of you know. But you don't have to sit there and chew the sample for ninety minutes. <laughs> <laughs> you got you there, man. I don't know what else to um. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> I'll let you guys go. Are, are are we ready for number 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 ratings? I think we're, I think we're yeah. winding down. Final okay. thoughts. Okay. Your, How many Gamatron numbers converted into integers do you give this out of five? Uh, I'm gonna go, and then I'll let Tom and uh, Trev go. Um, I will say that there's some stuff in here I liked. I mentioned the Godzilla sequence. Like the Godzilla sequences, I did get some enjoyment out of them, but I fully admit. The only reason I'm going to rate this when I'm about to rate it 
is probably because I love Godzilla. And I, I can admit that. So with that said, I'm at a uh, solid one and one half star. It's not good. And I can't recommend it to anybody who isn't a hardcore Godzilla fan because I don't think they'll like it. So there's some stuff I, that I like. But, that is fair, Matthew. Um, I truly, truly hated this movie. Um because of how much I nothinged it. Um, this it almost is the reverse first... engineered its way into you hating it. The, this is the first time ever in, in the history of this franchise that I got done watching a uh, Godzilla movie and said, I am never going to watch that ever again. Um, and I truly believe that. Like, I really think like I I'll watch part two. I'm not, I'm not going to say I'm not going to watch part two. I mean, I have Netflix. Um, so I'll be able to just throw it on. I'm going to watch part two. I'm going to hope for the best. Even if part two ends up being a five out of five, which is just extraordinarily unlikely at this point. I don't ever see myself ever watching this thing ever again. And um, because of that, and because of how much I rate movies on rewatchability, um, I'm going to do something I've never done for this franchise ever. And I'm going to give this shit heap a zero. What did you like? What did I like? Almost literally nothing. When it Um, ended, probably, I would guess. Honest to God, you you could turn everything that I liked about this movie into two and a half minutes of uh, the prologue and then the big Godzilla showing up. Like it's, it's, it's out of the 90 minutes of this movie. That's, that's literally all that I found anything worthwhile in. Um, Yeah. Like the bit, I guess I liked the big Godzilla. Like if you're talking about the movie, the movie proper, the literal only part of the actual story that this movie tells that I enjoyed was the big Godzilla showing up. The rest of it was, was completely worthless, utterly pointless. Um, and I'll never watch it again. Zero out of five. Hmm. I find myself in an awkward position here because I've been talking about how I, think this is worse than Shin Godzilla. And I just looked up my Shin Godzilla review and I gave that a half star. And I'm like, well, so here's what I never thought I'd say is that this to me, because I'm going to give this Godzilla Planet of the Monsters a half star, which means by proxy, I need to raise my Shin Godzilla score up to one star out of five. (laughs) And that hurts. But this did make me appreciate Shin Godzilla just a little more. I still hate it. But you you can bring it up to like two thirds of a star. Yeah, sure. We'll let's do that. But like, like Tom said earlier in a, in a the thread discussion, like Shin, and I think you said it out here too, is like Shin feels like the work of a filmmaker who like had this, like had an idea and like was committed to it, and it's not something I dug, but it was in, you know it, it's interesting in its own way, and obviously a lot of people did respond to it. It had uh, a specific this, identifiable voice behind it. Yeah, this is just. Uh, it, it is. It's to me. It's almost unwatchable. I, I think it's. Uh, it, there's so many narrative missteps. It's like a, a double whammy, right? Narrative missteps, like in a big way, in terms of the way it tells the story and how it, you know, gives us no interesting main characters, how it treats Godzilla. 
And then also the fact that it just completely uh, does not capitalize on the potential of the anime. I mean, to think back to something Bird said, you know, you're talking about how you thought the action scenes were okay because they do the best they can with the version of Godzilla that's here. But that reminds me of like whenever we debate the um, in Man of Steel, Superman breaking Zod's neck and people will say, well, but that's the only thing he could do in that situation. And I always argue like, that's not my point. It's that you didn't have to write him into that situation. So here to, to say like, well, that's the best they could do with this version of Godzilla. They didn't have to give us that version of Godzilla. They could have animated him to move. So the <laughs> fact that they didn't is mind boggling to me. So, yeah, it's it's uh, this is a half star. I can't imagine watching it again either. Even if I forget everything about it, I'll just go into part two hoping I'll remember because uh, I can't I can't do it again. Uh, all right. So uh, these are all valid criticisms. I think most of the Matt Matt was kind of going off the rails a little bit, in my opinion, but uh, with the twist. But and, and you know, that's fine. I mean, he can be weird if he wants. That's, that's your right. I am, not, I am totally weird. I'm, 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 yeah, I'm, I would never try to take that away from you. Um, but uh, uh, I'm with you guys on the criticisms. Narratively, it is has no flow, uh, especially at the beginning. That's a huge problem. Um, even if this, even if you were to put plug this into an episodic TV format, um, uh, but after it gets to Earth, I, I do think there's some engagement there that was sorely needed. Um, after that first thirty, forty minutes, whatever. And um, conceptually, I like almost all the ideas they throw out. It's just they aren't built on. And I, I, I know there's a lot more that we need to see. So it's, it's a little bit tough to, to gauge. Um, right now, I'm, like I said, I'm, I'm more or less split down the middle. I liked a lot of stuff. I really didn't like a lot of stuff. So for right now, I'm going to go with two. Um, and depending on the strength of the next two entries and how much of this is incorporated and how it pays off, I could see it going up or down. I could see it advancing maybe to a 2.5 um, or I could see it falling to maybe a 1.5 really depending on that. So I'm going to meet right in the middle there for this and give it a two. Um Bird, can I ask an important question? <laughs> yes, I will answer as honestly as I can. Okay, so this will always be on Netflix because here in America, it's a, you know a Netflix original. But are you going to buy and import Blu-ray of this? If I said yes, would I be judged harshly? Yes, yes but we know you want to say yes, so just go ahead and do it. <laughs> yeah, I probably will. Oh, you! I hate you. <laughs> <laughs> it's the shelf, man. The shelf. If, if I had seen this in a theater, I, I wouldn't want a refund. <laughs> um, a, I'd want it. Yeah, I'd I'd try and figure out a way. Uh, and and B, like if this were like one of those like oh I saw it in a theater, I would I would never ever purchase this thing. Um, um I wouldn't even do the thing I did for Shin where I paid Eric to ship it to me and that was it. Like, <laughs> no. This this thing is not worth being shipped. It's worth. I'm gonna do it two for two. In my last guy. It's worth being shit. 
I know. As a matter of fact, you know, like recently Netflix raised their prices and I was one of those guys who was like, no, that's fine. But now I feel like they need to take their prices down $2 a month after I watch this. <laughs> um, well, real quick, just for shits and giggles, uh, as far as I know, there's no English translation for the prequel novel. But real quick, I want to kind of run down a couple of things that go on. So obviously that's that's basically that prologue uh, story. Um and just a couple Why not things. make that movie? <laughs> well, here's well here, let me let me tell you what you get. Uh, so I'm going to run down the monster roster for this novel. You have Godzilla, Kamakris, Dogara, Hedera, Dagara, the Barum, that's the little starfish pollution things that Dagara has that that like stick to him. Uh, Orga, Gabara, Megalon, Gazora, Kamibus, Ganymes, Manda, Angulus, Varan, Baragon, Magma, the giant walrus from Gorath, Megagiris, Trev, um, Rodan, Biolante, Mogera, Zilla, as in the American version of Godzilla from the TriStar film, Gorosaurus, Griffin, as in the giant Griffin from Latitude Zero, being the first time it's appeared in the Godzilla franchise, the giant octopus from King Kong vs. Godzilla, War of the Gargantuas and Frankenstein Conquers the World, and Kumanga, uh, weapons and uh, vehicles, we have the Gotengo, we have Super X, Super X2, the Satsuma, which is the sub from GMK, and Gunhead. Um, with uh, Angulus, Baragon, and Varan all appear at the same time and uh, are killed by Godzilla, which is a reference to them being the original three monsters uh, lined up for GMK. Um, there is a weapon called the... Type 38 Mobile Combat Uniform Jaguar J, which is a reference to Jaguar. Um, Godzilla is named in this after a mythological dragon from Odo Island. Um, Gorosaurus attacks Paris, as he did in Destroy All Monsters. Also attacking France is Zilla, the TriStar version of Godzilla, and he lays eggs and reproduces asexually in France. Um, and multiple uh, version, Multiple... Uh, Anguluses, Rodans, Kamebus, and Baragons appear. Um, a Baragon appears in Los Angeles, uh, and um, there are at least four Anguluses that appear. And the captain of the Goten is Jinguchi, the same character from the movie Atragon. That um, is just what uh, really the only English language... Um, information i have on it but yeah the the general concept is why did we escape earth and so <laughs> so okay you just basically just listed stuff um you know not maybe not the best radio and not terribly engaging and yet i would watch that list <laughs> as for 90 minutes uh, before ever watching this movie again. Like, why is that not the movie? Why is that not the movie? Why Why is that not the movie? Why is this the movie? This isn't a movie. This is just a bunch of moving... I mean, I guess it's literally a movie because it's moving pictures. But it, why is that not the movie? That's so much... Literally, a list of, of, of stuff is more interesting <laughs> than this. <laughs> There's so much they could have done better. I mean, they could have shown the last attack of Godzilla as he, the people are running. They could have, I mean, there, there's so many different things they could have done. But yeah, why isn't... 
I, I don't know. Tom's about to like blow a gasket over. <laughs> Trev, do you think that sounds more interesting? Yeah, I mean, yes. Can you imagine if like it's like you made a like a Batman movie and you're like, okay, here's the deal with this Batman movie. Okay, at the beginning, we're gonna tell you about how there was this giant war in Gotham, and like finally the Joker got all the villains together, and they battled Batman and all his teammates for like nonstop for like three months, and it just decimated the the city. We're not gonna show you that. Uh, our story picks up years later, and Batman's in it for like five minutes, and nothing happens. Like, wouldn't you be upset? That's <laughs> what this. That's what this movie is. I hated this. I oh, and that's the thing is, I didn't hate it. I nothing did, and that's so much worse. I like, just, like, I, mean, I just feel like this. Did, like between Shin and this, I feel like I just got to walk away from Toho, man. I just don't well, trust him. <laughs> before that, it was Final Wars. Yeah, like <laughs> can't. <laughs> Can't win, those, man. Those movies are all so much more like, like we said, like Shin Godzilla. I mean, and, and at the time, I think what did I? I think I gave it a two and a half, and I think I would still stand by that. Um, and I think I was the most positive, even though I, you know, said I didn't really like it. Um, and that's still where I am. Is like I don't really like it, but I don't really hate it um, because, uh, like we said, it's it's. It's a movie that's got agency. It's a movie that's got a purpose and a reason to exist um, beyond the, you know, the the shallow, crass, like commercialistic reasons. Uh, this has no agency, no reason to exist, no purpose, no point. Well, I'm just saying for 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 uh, really all of us, but especially like you know you and Trev, you know we. We do have the the Michael Doherty film on the way, and, and thank God, and I, I am looking forward to that. So. I just watched Trick or Treat, so it it does make me more excited. Trick or Treat's great. So is Krampus. I, I feel like this puts Legendary in a great position to where if they just give Godzilla like slightly more personality to the next movie, they'll be like light years ahead of what Toho is doing with the character right now. Right? They could really be like on the forefront of getting that character right and, and making it interesting. Cause obviously Toho just sees him now as this, this moving mountain with no personality. It's like, you want, Hey, do you want him to take a nap for 30 minutes in the middle of your movie? Or do you just want him to stand there and do nothing? Do you, we got, we got both for you. Why does Godzilla keep getting bigger too? Like how big is the next series for Toho? Like how big is that Godzilla going to be? This one is huge. It's ridiculous. Have you seen the size charts? It's it's like a, he's like a thousand feet tall. They said three hundred meters, and and that was not even when he was standing upright. Yeah, it's the biggest Godzilla. They need to stop with that. By the way, a lot, a lot of dick measuring going on. There's no real sense of scale to it, though. I will say that. Like, yeah, he's the biggest Godzilla ever, but like he's just standing among a bunch of trees. I will say, uh, remember all the hubbub about God, this Godzilla being a plant, and that just turned out to not. Yeah, be it, a was, thing. it was more God, the well, that would have been interesting, so it couldn't be in there. No, they say he's a coil. <laughs> he's a coil, guys. His cells are coil-like. We are told, but, but no, was he's more not. The, he's the not plants, a plant, and the plants became like Godzilla more than Godzilla was a plant. Yeah, but I, the the design. They wanted him to look kind of like a tree, like an old oak tree that's like you would see in like the forest that's been there for like hundreds of years. I, that was like an inspiration for how he looks was was kind of plant based. But he, no, he is not a plant. 
That was, old, uh, that was fake news. Ships. All I know is there's only one way to turn this around and save it, and it's something you actually can easily do in anime. Give them wings. Give them wings. <laughs> <laughs> Trev is all about the wing Godzilla. All right. Well, uh, that's 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 probably it. I think. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> um. So thank thank you for listening. Of course, thank you guys for for being here. Um, and I think we all, I am holding out hope for the next one. I know you guys aren't, but I am. But, I am holding out hope, you yeah, right. curmudgeon. Uh, I, I guess we're done here. Cool. All right. Awesome. Let's never talk about this again. <laughs> all right. Uh, b- bye, everybody.